Hello, and welcome to the Disney Dunces! Using your touch-toad keypad, please enter the first three letters of the movie title you would like to see. You've selected Avengers Endgame. If this is correct, please press 1 now. Welcome to the Disney Dunces, the only Disney podcast presented by self-proclaimed non-experts. I'm Dunce number one, but you can just call me Richard. And my name is Craig Stew, and I'm Dunce number two. I'm the third one, and I gotta tell you guys, I'm about ready to snap. Ho ho! That's a good one, that's a good one. And get those fingers ready, because we're snapping into the endgame. The endgame of what? Marvel's the end of games, come on man. You've seen it. We've watched it. I'm honestly very surprised that you guys saw it. <laughs> oh, buddy, I've been a big fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe from, like, day one, pal. I remember when I was in my diapers, I would sit there, and I would be rooting for that Spider-Man. And the Wolverine? Oh, ooh, perfection. You know he's got bones that are metal, right? I am such a big fan of Marvel that I've seen Daredevil, I've seen Iron Fist, I've seen Jessica Jones Season 2. Yeah, I didn't even watch season two. Neither did I. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I, please, Marvel expert, walk us through this tapestry of... Even though I am the official Marvel expert of the podcast, yeah. I'm going to need you guys to fill in some blanks for me, because I've only seen, in this order, yeah. half of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, End of list. <laughs> Perfect. Well, luckily for you, we're not here recording this for your benefit. We're recording it for the people, and the people have already seen all of these movies, so we're not going to answer any of your questions. <laughs> okay, sorry. Because so, it's not it's not for you. It just isn't. I'm sorry. I mean, we can we can have a private conversation afterwards if you want. I think we'll we'll see as as things come up. We'll see what happens. But I'd like to just say I think the ban has been lifted at this point on the on spoilers. But but we're just going to say I, I, that obviously I, there's going to be spoilers in this podcast if you haven't seen the movie. I mean, I talked about snapping. They we already spoiled. At least five points of the movie. They snapped in the in Infinity War. Yeah, I know. And then they did it five more times in this one. Spoiler alert. There's a lot of snapping fingers in this. It's like I'm watching West Side Story all over again. I, whatever. So, uh, Avengers Endgame. That's the movie. That is the movie. The whole title. It's the whole title, and it was a whole three hours long. And And it's a Disney movie. It's owned by Disney. It, get, we, we, it falls under our umbrella. Yeah, I know. That's why we're talking about I'm, it. I, I, I'm shocked. Are you? It's been, it's been like years now. This has been years. How do I explain this to him? Marvel expert, we need you. Well, just so you know, Craig, um, Disney just so happened to buy Marvel Studios or something like that. I think that they bought the rights to Stan Lee's brain and everything that will ever come out of it, uh, past, present, or future. His head is frozen next to um, Walt Disney's. In the bowels of Disney World. No, they ju- they just bought his brain. They took it out. They froze that. Yeah. 
but it's but it's frozen. Yeah. It's there. I think his maid got his head. Uh, oh, she probably got his head along with all of those pens full of his blood. Yeah, those pens of blood. Yeah, I remember that was like the deal. He was really close with his work staff. He was a good man, Excelsior. God bless him. God bless him. There's there's more to the Stan Lee story, but uh, we're not here to talk about Stan Lee. Yeah, we're here to talk about his legacy. We are here to talk about Casca's experience at the movies first. <sighs> yeah? <laughs> okay. I need the full story. <clears throat> All right, so I'll just explain real fast. Before I even go to the movie theater... I bought my tickets online because I'm not a one of those plebeians who go at last minute and say, yes, I'll take a seat wherever. You're not a savage. I want a good one. Yeah, instead, he decides to get his ticket 30 minutes before the show. No, I see why you're interrupting me because you're telling the story wrong. It's like an hour and a half before the show. And I guess people are still really liking this movie. It's super popular. Who knew? A lot of the good seats are taken. But uh, if you look closely, some of the best seats are available. And I don't know if you guys know this, but movie theaters have a lot of handicap sections for the handicapped people and their friends. But uh, I didn't buy any of those seats. But in the middle of that section, there's one regular seat for sale that I guess no one decided to touch it for whatever reason. I'm guessing it's the unspoken rule that, hey, maybe if a handicapped person has three friends instead of just like the one or two, here's an extra seat for them if they need it. I don't know. I didn't think about that. I just said, I want that seat. Thank you very much. And I bought it. And then immediately regretted it because I had bad stomach pain saying, oh my god, what have I done? I broke the contract. I broke the unwritten rule. I'm that guy. And I wanted to throw up. Because now, essentially, there is handicap section, handicap section, one seat for someone who isn't handicapped, handicap section, handicap section. No, just the one handicap section. (laughs) Only one after me. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. There's only one after me. Let's not get crazy. (laughs) So you're sandwiched between two handicaps. Yeah, two handicapable individuals. Let's say it right. Sorry. Not, they don't like being called handicaps. They're not like a bag of hot fries, buddy. Anyway, so I'm, I'm feeling terribly sick, and it just gets worse as time is progressing. But I go to the theater, and I park as far away as possible, because I, I don't want anyone to question my handicapable abilities here. And while I'm walking up to the theater, I notice every, almost every handicapped spot is taken except for one. So I start feeling really sick, and I just go across the street without looking for the hopes that a car will hit me, and I will be legally able to sit in these seats. Doesn't happen. Walk inside, hand the lady my phone, don't say a word, she gives me the ticket. I go to the man who tells me which theater to go to. I hand it to him, and he looks at the ticket, and I swear he gets a little smirk. And he tells me, it's right there at the left. <laughs> it's the big one. You can't miss it. Okay, thank you. And I go to my seat. And it has a little marking on it. as a man in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is a handicap seat. You sure? And I'm, I'm, look, I'm walking all down this aisle. Looking around like, no, this can't be my seat, right? This can't be my seat, right? This not, don't have, I, did, I bought a regular seat. It just happens to be with the handicapable people. <laughs> it's not. So, if you go to the Cinemark, any of them, they're all the same. If you think Road J, seat 9, is for uh, a regular person without any uh, special uh, abilities or needs, you're wrong. Don't buy that seat. As good as it is, don't buy it. 
because you're going to spend the rest of the movie sitting as still as possible. And those 15 minutes of trailers are going to be so excruciating as you watch other people fill the theater thinking, oh my god, oh my god, I'm going to be smack dab in the middle of all these people who can't walk. And they're just going to see me there, and I'm going to be in between them and their friends, and they all wanted this together, but I took their seat, and I'm a monster. (laughs) I didn't know that you were so against handicapped people. I am nothing against handicapped people. I am against being rude. You're the one who doesn't want to sit next to them. Separating a handicapped person from their friend is very rude. I don't have a problem with the people. I have a problem with myself. I'm sickened by me at this he point. He just didn't want to take a handicapped spot. That's that you, like, Which is perfectly understandable. Which he thought he did it, but apparently he did. I'm just imagining it now. It's a nice, handicapable person's birthday. Little Johnny, he's turning 11. And little Johnny's there with his eight-year-old wheelchair buddy. And they're just wheeling on over. Johnny's to your left. His buddy's on your right. And boy. I will say this, though. If that was the situation, I would have felt a little better because every seat is available there. All the handicapped places are available. Why'd you pick the one that someone reserved? Little Johnny. I'm sorry. I, I know your legs don't work, but how about your brain, buddy? And little Johnny, if you do have a brain problem, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean that. But, like, maybe have someone buy your tickets for you because you're not, you're, maybe you're not super great at it. Poor Johnny. Yeah, but anyway, it was excruciating just sitting there. But you know what? Worked out because not a nary a single handicapped person came. And double plus, sitting there as still as I can for three hours made my legs not work so well. So I really, I'm pretty sure someone, everyone, anyone who saw me leave that section had no doubt whether or not I was handicapped. <laughs> no lie. Those were pro- those were absolutely the best seats I've ever gotten in a movie theater. And it's crazy that I have to sit anywhere else. So you have what, a, lot of, a lot of leg room, I assume. It, it was, there was so much leg room. It was like smack dab in the middle. Well, I could see like everything so perfectly. And um, I know I paid a little extra for the XE experience, but those speakers just hit you. Like, spot on in that section. Please tell us more about the XD experience. The XD experience is supposed to be a bigger screen or whatever. I'm sure it was a bigger screen, a better projector. I couldn't really tell that much. But I will say this. The best thing I realized sitting in that theater was during the Detective Pikachu trailer. When, what is it, Bonnie Tyler is holding out for a hero, starts picking up. You feel that song in every part of your body because it hits so hard. And everything just starts shaking. And I've said, you know what? Maybe this is a good movie. If only the handicapped people were there because then they could feel their legs again. I mean, they, no, I don't think it uh, works yeah. like that. <laughs> I don't think it works like that at all. So it's probably wasted on them. Not that I'm saying that. They deserve the best. They are so much more unfortunate than us in one aspect. I'm sure they're very capable in every other aspect. But, you know, maybe they should get the good movie seats, even if they can't feel Bonnie Tyler. It's coursing through every inch of their body. But yeah, man, that was good. Casca also told me that it was very hot in the theater. I know. I don't know if it was hot in the theater or if I was just feeling sick and going to die. I'm sweating bullets because I'm in the worst situation imaginable. One single handicapable, someone single regular capable person in a handicapable section. Do you know who else was in the worst situation imaginable and sweating bullets? No. Hawkeye. Because the movie begins with Hawkeye. I think that's his name. <laughs> Am I right? Hawkeye's playing with his kids. They disappear. Title scene. We can just run through this. I, this is a three-hour movie. If you're going to take a scene by scene, I think I'm just going to leave. No, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> we have What's-His-Face, and he says, I got I to gotta help on my buddies. 
because Tony Stark is lost in space and everyone just knows they lost and they want to track down Thanos. Thanos? Yes. Thanos? Which is it? Thanos. Thanos. Well, Thanos is, he's named literally after the god of death, buddy. But the god of death, he's just, he's retiring to his garden because he he just saw Infinity War. He knows he won. He got to do what he came out to do. Ooh, buddy, he doesn't actually see Infinity War until like later in the movie. You're skipping ahead. Oh, shit. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, so the Avenger boys, they say, hey, let's go kill Thanos. What do you know? <laughs> they do. Yeah, it's real quick. Thor, Thor <laughs> just chops his head right off. Yeah, and at that point, I was all like, what the fuck? Is this the movie? Because it's funny, though, because they do it They do it well. They it, it, it cuts right to black. And then the five-year time skip. Oh, yeah, we also forgot Captain Marvel just somehow manages to know where Tony, no, Tony Stark was. No, it doesn't even matter. We didn't forget it. We're, <laughs> we're going through this. It's a three-hour movie. Everyone's seen it. Okay. We don't need to go fucking scene by scene because, again, I will leave. <laughs> so we have a five-year time skip. The world is fine, though. People are still living. They're depressed. Planet A, okay. Thanos knew what he was doing. Everything's fine. People are just sad. Um, Ant-Man especially, he's sad. He wants to find a way to, to, to just fix everything. So he says, hey, let's go back. I'm a quantum physics man. We can do this. <laughs> that was the worst description I've ever heard. <laughs> I- no, he's a quantum physics man. Let's do this. They go, well, no, it doesn't really work like that. And then Tony Stark goes, uh, actually, guys, that's exactly how it works. And that's that's it. They figure it out. They figure out time travel. Tony Stark, he, he's living his best life already with what Thanos did. Yeah, he's got a, you know, Pepper's there and he's got a kid. Yeah, yeah, he's living his best life. But the, Thanos knew what he was doing and Tony Stark doesn't want to go back to that. He, he says, nah, let's not risk anything. I think we're good. And the Hulk, he's also living his best life. Everyone's loving him. But we learned that Ant-Man, he's he's not living his best life. He's still a loser. No one wants him. So Ant-Man just decides we're going to do it. He, he His his daughter's still alive. They, they show that. Yeah, he actually made out pretty all right. Yeah. He's just a decent person. And Tony gets there. It just, he had to think about, well, what's the one thing he actually was important to him? It's Peter Parker. But that That's what's important to everyone. One person important to everyone. And he knew, like... All right, I got to do this. I, we got to go back. We got to get Pete back. What are we going to do? We, we paid all this money for Spider-Man. We, no. We got to get no, him back. He, no, he didn't care. No, he cares about Peter Parker. He doesn't care that he's Spider-Man. He's our most valuable property. Like, I know I know the mouse knows. The mouse knows. <laughs> but Tony doesn't care about the mouse. This is from the heart, man. Don't belittle his sacrifice. They say they're just going to go back and they figure out that the best way we can go back or at least the best way we can undo this is by getting all the stones together. And they get Hawkeye, who was Ronin for like two seconds. Hulk was great, and the Hulk was funny as shit. Hulk's always good. But so, they figured out time travel, and now it's time to get the band back together, guys. It's time to get the band back together, and, you know, they do that. It's fine. Thor's a bum. This way, this is... Don't, don't skip over Thor. This part is so important to me and Craig in particular, because always... Always with these superhero movies, it's always the thin, muscular man. But finally, we get some person of size representation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Fat Thor, baby. It feels good. It was great. Now all those little pudgy boys can look up and say, Mommy, that man's like me. I can be a hero. Sorry, I could no longer relate to Thor, so that's why I wanted to skip over it. 
Yeah, no, I get that. But you have everyone else, so whatever. <laughs> okay, thank you. Actually, I don't think you have anyone I think about it who is... What do you mean? I mean, you know... <laughs> yeah, whatever, let's go on. No, no, please. No, please. it doesn't matter. Let's just watch this movie. Like, so they got the gang back together and they go back in time. Maybe Rich is... What about Captain America before the Super Soldier Serum? Uh, no, he still had a girlfriend, I think. Anyway, so they have to go back in time. And the way time travel works in this movie, and they explain it very specifically, is that when you go back in time, you're not necessarily going into your own timeline, but a separate universe where everything you do will affect that universe, but not necessarily your own. So they go back, get the Infinity Stones, and then return. Because they can't stop Thanos. It's the Dragon Ball Z Yeah, I was actually going to go into that later, but if you want, I can go into it now. Yeah, yeah, please, just go into it. I accidentally predicted what exactly this movie was at work when someone said, oh, this is going to be the last movie, there's not going to be a bigger bad. And I said, buddy, have you ever watched an anime? And then I ran through the Vegeta saga, the Frieza saga, into the Android saga, which I don't know if you know this, but they kill Frieza, he comes back, they're kind of showing how big, great, and powerful he is, and then they kill him in two seconds, and then time travel happens. And I talked all about that, and then this movie literally became that thing I said to my friend. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? That was a weird moment for me. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, it is literally. Avengers is Dragon Ball Z. It's Dragon Ball Z, buddy. It, it is the end of the, 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 the Frieza saga into the Cell saga. Like, it is literally the same thing. But yeah, anyway, I think I explained it pretty well. It's a separate universe. Anything they do won't actually affect their future. Well, we've established that this is now Dragon Ball Z, in which instead of seven Dragon Balls, we now have six Infinity Stones? Six? Maybe there's six. Hold on. There's one on each finger, and there's one in the middle. There's the, the, mind, the mind Stone, the, the Soul Stone. The power stone. No, you don't have to name them. You just got to tell me the number. The reality. We just need the number. Uh, he, he's counting on his fingers with this. Oh, oh okay. Uh, well, he's not going to have enough fingers because I think The time? Did I say time? Believe it or not, Craig has more than one hand. No way! Hold on! It should be six, I guess, though. And one other one. Okay. Thank yeah, you. There's one on each digit and then in the middle of the glove. I just... I'd, <laughs> come on. Okay. So the way that the movie presents this is that... They go from basically scene to scene, everything's happening at once, but instead of doing what they do, let's just talk about what each group is doing, one by one, start to end. So who was the first one? I don't remember what order they came in. Doesn't even matter who the first one is, we're just going to talk about Hulk, because he had the least important one. Wait, where was the Hulk? The Hulk was talking to fucking Doctor Strange's bald friend. Yeah, Yeah. the, the ancient one, yes. Well, yeah. they kind of explain she 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 explains something about the the whole time travel and making sure to put the gems back or, or whatever. Yeah, because it'll save their universe, but her universe will go haywire because it lost its time stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes, "Oh yeah, we'll just bring it right back. It's fine." He goes, "Oh yeah, sure. I guess that makes sense." But it's not something you just give away. He was like, "Well, Doctor Strange just gave it away. What was that about?" And she was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh." And then she just gives it to him because it's all going to work out. Yeah, yeah. So that ends the Hulk saga. Yeah. And it's beautiful. See, see, that's why I wanted to start with him first. <laughs> the Hulk saga. <laughs> hey, he got, to, he got to solve it without using his fist. He just talked it out. This is Bruce Banner Hulk, not Hulk Hulk. It's great. I liked it. What a Cap? Oh, Cap. And Cap, Cap goes, fights himself. <laughs> it's awkward. He just makes himself go to sleep. 
Yeah, and he says someone's alive. I don't know who's alive. He goes, Bucky's alive. And he's always like, who are you? And he makes him fall asleep. He goes, well, uh, that is America's ass. And he just leaves. That's it. He got the mission is successful. Boom. It wasn't. No, it wasn't successful. Remember? They got it, and the, they didn't get it. And then, then uh, they went downstairs or whatever. They went down the elevator. No, you're getting the wrong. Again, Am you're I getting mixing? Captain America confused. With who? With, I guess, the... The, the Iron Man. Yeah. He, no, they get his stone, no problem. He makes himself go to sleep. Yeah, and then they have to go to New Jersey or something. No, but don't they... Yeah, they that's don't... the other stone. They bumbled the other stone. Cap got the stone in the scepter. No, then Loki took the Tesseract, though. That's the different one. There's two stones, man. There's three stones in New York. The time one... The staff one and the tesser, whatever the hell. I saw this movie the day it came out. You guys saw it like two days yeah, ago. Yeah, so did I. No, I didn't. Anyway, I saw it before that. I was in a private screener with the Handicapable Alliance. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, you're thinking of Ant-Man and and the, the Iron Man. They fumbled their stone, and then they go back in time further to New Jersey, where the stone and um, the original Ant-Boy, who got the particles... Hank Pym. Just happened to be... Yeah, whatever, the pen particles. They picked more of those up and return to the future. Yeah, so I guess when they're in New Jersey, Iron Man talks to his dad. Yeah, when he sees his, his, yeah. his dad, yeah. So cute. I've only seen Iron Man 1. Does Tony Stark have this thing about his dad? Yeah, well, you find out in Iron Man, in uh, Civil War. Civil War, yeah, that was a whole big thing. I've seen that one. That You did? Yeah, that Bucky killed his father. Uh, why? Because he was... It was funny. It was a big joke. Bucky has always been a prankster. That's what the cat loves about him. You can't stay mad at him. Wait, who is he uh, pranking? Was he pranking Iron Man or Iron Man's oh, dad? He was, he was pranking. He was pranking them both. And the captain. I killed your dad. Ah! Uh, got, you. got him! Got him! Got him! Got him! Oh, Bucky, man. Wait, there's not enough Bucky in this movie either. Wait, 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 wait. That. Did he actually kill Iron Man's dad, or he did? And and yeah. his mother, right? Both of them. Yeah, okay. both of them. Okay, as a prank though. It was a good joke. Okay, thank you. Cap thank loved you. it, honestly. Oof. They spoke of that one for years. Cap got the joke. Iron Man didn't yeah. get the joke, and that's so why. Much. And that's why they fought. It's like you didn't. I know you saw. You say you saw a Civil War, but I don't think you did. I only remember Spider Man. It's okay, Rich, because I think most people only remember Spider Man from that movie. I couldn't tell you guys what happened aside from Spider Man comes. Anyway, so they 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 got the stone from Jersey. And yeah, at least yeah. what? One more? Two more? Two yeah, more? Three more, three more, three more. No, we got three already. Oh, there's three more. There's six. Dang. There's six of them. Sorry, yeah, I keep yeah. thinking the five fingers thing, but no, there's one more. So let's go to Mount Olympus. That's the completely wrong mythology, buddy. Asgard. I see why you got confused because you're a big God of War fan, but after he destroys Mount Olympus, he goes to Asgard. There's parts of the scene that I love, especially the fact that they use clearly use uh, footage from Thor Ragnarok. They're not sorry, throw, throw the Dark World and a body double for Natalie Portman. So I have a question here. Thor explains something like, oh, this girl I used to date, uh, she had a stone in her. Yeah. If Throw the Dark World, which is the worst movie out of all, all the yeah, Marvel no, we franchise. Won't talk, we won't talk about that one. Something happened with with the, the, the Aether. It was the Aether. She had, yeah, the, the Aether. He has, she has a thing. It's not really a stone. It's more like a goopy liquid. He explains that very thoroughly, yeah. You two just lost me there. Basically, no. See, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They get it it's out of her, of and her. they get it. Yeah, but but it's it's so funny because of the whole body double. Because Natalie Portman wants nothing to do with the, these movies, so they they had to write her out of it. And uh, 
It's too bad because she could have been Thor somewhere down the line. It happens. It doesn't matter now. Never know. Jane Foster Thor. Yeah, a raccoon stabbed a lady. That's what all that matters from that scene. That's your big takeaway. A raccoon stabs a lady. Raccoon stabs a lady. Thor has a nice moment with his mother, who apparently is a witch and knew he was a time traveler. And then they go away. Yeah, that's it. Mission accomplished. Wasn't that hard? I don't know why Thor was there so much. Yeah, it seems it seemed like Rocket could do it on his own. Yeah, he did. He's a very capable raccoon. Mission accomplished. We have another stone to get at the place where you gotta sacrifice the thing you love most. I don't know what it's called. It's called the Big Spire of Death. It, just, it doesn't matter. It was weird that Hitler was there, but whatever. Wait, what? He's basically Hitler. Um, oh yeah, he has the mustache, doesn't he? Yeah, he does have the mustache. Um, yeah, it's weird that he's guiding people to kill them, their loves. Whatever. They got the stone. I mean, man, he did a bad job, huh? Hawkeye can't do a damn thing right. He just, yeah, he so it's Hawkeye and who is the person? Scarlet Witch? Black Widow. Wait, is Black yeah. Widow the one that fucked everyone? What? Probably. What? Isn't there one of them that just had a relationship with pretty much every Avenger? Not in the movies. What movie are you watching? I, I, I only heard things about other movies. I never watched the other movies. Well, I just I can tell you you heard the wrong thing. You're probably watching those. He was watching one of those internet parodies. I know Black Widow's had Come things on, with, uh, with the Winter Soldier. No. and uh, no. with, He's watching with those parodies. Don't, get, don't go into your comic book lore. He just watches the parodies on the internet. He's a pervert. You pervert. He's a pervert. That's not a story. Don't you don't need a don't justify his words. That explains why the costumes looked like they were from Party City. Because they were. So anyway, they fight over who gets to kill themselves, and again, he's so bad at doing anything right, he can't even kill himself yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So Black Panther Man. throws herself off the spire. Yeah. Black Yeah. <laughs> and dies. Black and dies. And he wakes up with the stone in a little puddle. That was nice of them. Move him away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. We're now five for six. One more stone. Where could it be? But she's dead. She's gone. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, he got the stone. It's a soul for a soul, man. You don't have to explain that. Yeah, no, soul for a soul. No resurrection here. Onto Magar, Mignig. It's where it's Guardians of the Galaxy, where it started. You have, uh, you know, the, the, the Star Man doing a little dance. It was cute. They, they knock him out. Yeah. <laughs> they steal his key, take the stone, and leave. Mission accomplished. That was War, War, War Machine. Wait, did we say that? War Machine and Nebula. Oh, is that his name? War Machine? War Machine, yeah. Who's the War Machine? bad name, huh? He's Don, the black Don man. Cheadle? Thanos? There's two black guys in the Avengers. Oh, no, three. Three black guys in the Avengers. How do you get them confused? With a purple man. The only thing that I knew about this last stone or whatever, the group that went to, I guess, get this one, is that Nebula gets captured... Her, her her thing doesn't work. What what's her thing? Elaborate. Uh, she's she's like uh, okay. She's a she's like a like, like a little. Uh, she's connected to a Wi-Fi router on, on Thanos's ship. Oh, okay. And um, it kind of interferes with the one that's existing in that timeline. So they discover, oh, there's two of you here, huh? And you're all trying to, you're overloading the Wi-Fi. It's getting all slow and buggy. Yeah, yeah. And then Thanos gets to finally see Infinity War. Yeah, he saw Infinity War. He says, "Whoa, I I I, I win this one, huh?" Let's let's uh, let's win it faster and just kind of take a shortcut in time travel too, because everyone else is doing it. Why not us? <laughs> exactly. He saw it was done. It's not hard to figure out. He's got a little. He's, he's watching the movie. He's watching the movie. He had a good time. He enjoyed it enough. 
<laughs> Luckily, he didn't have to sit around for three hours for Endgame like we did. Yeah, lucky guy. He just he got the freak. He got the fast forward through it. See the time travel part. And go. No, let's just do this. He even got to watch it from the safety of his own home and not in the handicap seats. I bet he could pause it and go to the bathroom whenever he wanted. I don't understand this whole this whole going to the bathroom thing. Everyone's complaining. It's like three hours. Oop de doop de doo. It's like they never watched the Lord of the Rings extended editions before. Yeah, I have on DVD because where you could pause them because they're the extended editions. Are you telling me that when you watched your fucking Lord of the Rings, you never paused once, Craig? I I don't know. I don't remember. Probably not. I've I've seen it in theaters also. Oh, so you're falling in the classic pitfall of other people have done it. It's fine. Yeah, well, you know what? Hitler committed mass genocide. I don't see you saying, oh, we should do that again. You compare Lord of the Rings to Hitler? No, I'm just saying. Like, just because someone's done it before doesn't make it all right. Yeah, so I'm just going to throw that argument in the toilet. Where I wish I could have gone during this movie. Yeah, because normal people, they don't want to just sit around for three hours. Like, some people, they're going to have a drink. They're going to have popcorn. They got to use the bathroom. I did not eat or drink anything three hours prior. And unlike Lord of the Rings, this thing has nonstop action and story points. Whoa. I can't think of, like, a really good spot to use the restroom. Yeah, yeah. And Lord of the Rings, it's like, oh... Sam and Frodo are holding hands, walking into Mordor. Fine. Yeah, it's cute, but I don't need to see it. I don't like this Lord of the Rings hate. This is messed up. I don't hate it. It's fine. It's a good movie. It doesn't need to be three hours long. I mean, technically, this movie didn't have to be three hours long either, but I will give this, I'll give it credit where credit is due. I did not feel like I was there for three hours until I had to get up and my legs didn't want to work anymore. And I really had to use the restroom. No, it did go, did, did go quickly, I'll tell you. Yeah, it went quick. So where, where were we? We all got the stones, mission accomplished, and it works. They decide, okay, Hulk, you can go use the thing. You can you can snap your fingers. And he said, Hulk, snap! And he did it. He brought he brought back 50% of the life back on Earth. There was birds in the garden. His Hawkeye's wife was calling him. And then uh, <laughs> they all blew up. It was really good. <laughs> I like that scene so much. Yeah, because while Hulk was getting ready to Hulk snap, Nebula was opening that portal so that Thanos can hop right into this world. He wants to see what's going on. He wants to see everyone come back. He wants to see Endgame too. He wants to see it in person. But not all three hours of it. Just the end. The end of Endgame. And he brings his friends. What a nice guy. He brings a whole lot of friends. 3,000 of them or whatever, man. What are you doing? What is your plan here? (laughs) brings them all so many he brings giant flying animal ships he's weird he's a weird guy everyone says like oh no we're gonna have to stand against thanos and all of his buddies and but the thing is they got to protect something they got to protect the glove and the infinity stones because that's what thanos really wants I felt like everyone forgot about that except for hawkeye he's the only one doing it everyone else is going he's just standing there you want to go fight him it's probably a trap, right? You're like, yeah, but come on. Let's see standing there. They do. They go fight him. And guess what? It's a trap. And they get their butts kicked hard. You know what I also love about this scene? This this is where Thor uh, suits up, right? Is it right, just right about yeah. now? I love... Um, oh, I, I, I'm expecting as soon as you see him suit up that he's just... The gut's going to be gone is what I was expecting. <laughs> but he stayed fat the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it was good. They needed that. Again... Represent. It's a good look. But yeah, luckily, though, 
Hawkeye wasn't the only one concerned about the glove because Nebula and... No, that's it. Nebula, but like the bad one was concerned about the glove too. Yes, it was her mission. And he just gives it to her saying, hey, I know you. Literally says, hey, I know you. Gives it to her. (laughs) 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 And then the good one shows up and goes, Hawkeye, come on. Come on. You've been messing up this whole movie. Whatever. I'm just going to shoot myself, I guess. Thanks a lot. It's a lot to deal with right now. And meanwhile, War Machine is being crushed underneath and underneath all the rubble and somebody else. I mean, Who else is down there? No, everyone. Literally everyone. Everyone is underneath well, the no, rubble. Well, no, I they didn't. I think Cap, they, Cap got out and, and Hulk. Well, no, he was down there. No, no, he was down there. Everyone was down there, but like Cap, Thor, and one other person. I, Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah, there you go. The three of them didn't get caught under, but everyone else was under that building. It's a big building. Yeah, it's the Avengers compound. Yeah, it's weird. You'd think they'd size it down a bit. They lost 50% of their staff, but whatever. <laughs> what are they going to... The rent must be crazy. Well, they, got, they, got, they got Tony. I guess, but man, it's still... It's, it's, uh, it's unnecessary. It's a lot of land just wasted. Yeah, whatever. So they, 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 did, they saved the day. How'd they save the day? They just did. They're the Avengers. Well, then they start to fight <laughs> Thanos, and, and then and then Ant-Man gets really big and pops out of the thing, and he's got everybody out of there. And then he, he sucker punches one of the flying beasts. I wrote that <laughs> down. He punches really the good. dragon in the face. It was so good. Ant-Man punches the dragon. It's the best thing in the entire fight. While everyone's just playing uh, basically flag football with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess uh, Doctor Strange shows up with literally everyone who's ever been in the franchise, which is fun. It's fun. It's a really There's, good scene. You see, you see, you got your Black Panther comes out, and the whole my whole theater cheered as soon as you see him. And Spider Man came out. Howard the Duck. I didn't. Did you actually see him during the movie? Yeah, you actually yeah, he saw him. He rode the dog, the space dog. No, he didn't ride the space dog. He uh-huh. did. He rode he did. the space dog. He rode the space dog on a satellite. How'd you miss it? What are you talking about? Dude, they were on a Russian satellite with the space dog, and he was riding it. <laughs> he was not. Dude, go watch that movie again, I guess. Are you kidding me? Craig, are you not one of those people who watches the Marvel movies multiple times? Because I thought you were. I saw it once. I haven't gotten a chance to go a second time. Did you get the XD tickets? No. Oh, I had a bigger screen, so I can see the top. And at the top... You just see this Russian satellite coming down with Howard the Duck riding a freaking space dog. It's Co- His name is Cosmo. No, I'm pretty sure it's Howard the Duck. The dog. Howard the dog? I know Howard the Duck was in it. I saw the picture of Howard the Duck. But I th- he just kind of came out with the Ravagers. No, he came out with a satellite dish with a space dog. Okay. And you had uh, Shuri and uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, no, we can spend an hour listing literally everyone in the franchise if we wanted to, but literally everyone in this Kingpin and... Actually, that's that's who was absent. The Netflix guys. This was their perfect opportunity to say, hey, let's just put the Daredevil and Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, just put them in there. I mean, they probably were. You missed Howard the Duck. You probably missed them, too. So how about that scene with the where they, uh, when they were fighting and then all the, the, the women... That was weird. <laughs> it was very, very blatant very... that they did that. I thought it was cool. Yeah. But it was just like very just, they were, every single one of the women happened to be right there. Uh, it's like, I know what you're doing, Marvel. I know what you're doing, Russo brothers. Like, uh, yeah, no, I, I respect women as much as the next guy. But I think when you draw attention to, hey, it's all women and they're very powerful. You kind of lose a lot of the fact that, hey, they just let them be powerful women. It's a thing. It's fine. 
Did your entire movie theater cheer when all those women showed up? No, I don't think so. They got the minority out of the way. That's all they They needed. cheered for all the other, like, any, and anybody came out of the portals, pretty much. And then when Cap picked up Thor's hammer. I'm glad my audience was very tame and didn't, didn't care for any of that. They just stayed quietly for the most part. They, they were looking in shock as the man continued to sit in the handicapped seat. <laughs> Stop it! Oh, he did it! <laughs> I didn't move. I could have been handicapped. They don't know. Is he really going to sit there for the entire movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's my assigned seat. What do you? What do they want me to do? Hey, I I made a big show of me looking to make sure, and then I gave a I have a very good shrug. Like, oh, I guess I'm sitting here, guys. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> so then, uh, then they beat him. Oh, Captain Marvel comes and she blows up a spaceship. She came with the woman and she says to Peter Parker, "Got something for me, boy?" Winky face. There's a lot of tension there. Little, what a cute couple. So, long story short, Thanos gets the gauntlet, but he's getting ready to snap, and he snaps. It doesn't work because you know what? Iron Man gets the stone somehow. See, I was confused about who that was, but he clarified it. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't know who it was at first either, but yeah, it's Iron Man. Don't worry. He says, "I'm Iron Man." I'm like, "Oh, wow, what?" Okay, I panicked. I panicked. And then boom, he snaps. And everyone turns to dust. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I think we saw a different movie, pal. <laughs> oh, so, sorry. All Thanos' guys turned to dust. <laughs> okay. Kind of defeats the purpose of this whole film if everyone turns to dust. Except I, 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 heard, I don't think G- Gamera did. Gamera was there. She showed up from the other timeline. That's kind of important. I am thinking... I, I, yeah, I don't know. They didn't show her that she did, but there is a scene that kind of involves that later. Like she, uh, yeah. She, I didn't she, think she was in the movie after that. I didn't see her. They didn't show her in the movie. Okay, I'll get to it then. Um, there's a scene where uh, Quinn is on a ship, or Quill, or whatever his name is, uh, with Thor, because Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be so freaking good, I guess. And he's he's looking at a picture of her, and they're look. He's like search scanning for her to see if she's around anywhere, and it says it does it can't find her. Mm-hmm. So it leaves the question: Hey, did she disappear into dust, or is she around? I guess we're gonna find out in this third movie. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, but let's get back to the movie at hand, in which Iron Man he's too weak; he couldn't handle the snap, so he dies. He's he's human. And now I heard some people also had a problem with this, uh, just just with the fight because Hulk didn't do anything. He was busy recovering from the snap. And yeah, he got messed up from that snap. And he he had the special glove, and he's like 80% gamma radiation, which apparently this the, these stones are full of. And he got messed up real bad. I don't know. He still should have. Hulk got smashed. He should have fought a little bit, but you know. I, I, I thought Hulk was funny as hell. Also, they made Captain Marvel like way too powerful. I'm sorry you have a problem with the powerful female, Craig. Like, well, but the fact that she she should be able to go toe-to-toe with Thor, like, they should be about even power level, probably, but Thor was, like, Thor was way below her. I mean, he was also very depressed and very much out of shape and very drunk. When did she go toe-to-toe with Thor? No, I'm just saying she, she, she could. She should. I bet Thor could have done all that if he wasn't a fat, depressed, drunk man. You're, you're I mean. probably right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a very much a reason other than, oh, isn't it funny that we did this? They kind of like, you know, weakened themselves. Or Achilles heel, as it were. Kind of snapped it off. Said, hey, now it's a movie. Now we have a fight. Which is also why she was gone for most of it. Which, good. Because, <laughs> again, you don't need Superman to show up every time. That's why Superman sucks, too. Hate Superman. Too powerful. 
Come on. Anyway, it's t- time to, to say goodbye to our dear friend Tony Stark, uh, the only man who had a heart. Well, no, it was. I mean, they finally proved that he had one. I think is more important. <laughs> I remember seeing that thing that said the only man with a heart um, in, I think, Iron Man 1. Is that true? The only man with a heart? Or proof that Tony Stark has a heart? She she took the old um, uh, arc reactor from his chest that she had removed from him and made him a thing. Like a, a little gift. And it said the proof that, yeah, I think it said proof that Tony Stark yeah, has a heart. Proof that Tony, yeah, yeah. same thing that said on the, his, his memorial yeah. grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the only man with a heart. Yeah, no, it was not the only man with a heart. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, the, it's it's proof that Tony then, Stark uh, has a heart. Then you saw that every, everybody was there at the funeral, including Marissa Tomei. God, uh, thank you. I like... Mm. Oh, and apparently that kid was the kid from Iron Man 3. What kid? There was, there was like a random dude just like standing there. And I was like, who the hell is this guy? I remember a random dude standing there. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I didn't know what that was yeah. about. It was the. It's <laughs> supposed you. to be the kid from <laughs> Iron Man Three. If you uh, like, at one point he loses. Like he ends up like crash landing. Yo, or no, whatever. no, hold on, whoa, 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 no spoilers. I haven't seen Iron Man Three. I haven't seen. <laughs> I'm spoiling Iron Man Three. That random guy standing there was from Iron Man. That's all you had to say. We're good. Yeah, yeah. No need to fucking spoil the movie for me. We're gonna watch it in a few weeks. We're well past the point of spoiler. No, we're not. You never are. I don't care about your arbitrary rules for spoilers. You don't spoil nothing for no reason. Craig's like, oh, they lifted the spoiler bed because they did a Spider-Man trailer. Guess I could talk about everything. I hated that so much. I hated that they, hey guys, we, you don't worry. You don't remember our whole our whole little freaking social media initiative that no one spoiled anything? Well, you know what? It's time for us to spoil our own movie. Sure, it's been like a week. Two weeks. Whatever. You. It's 10 years. Yeah, especially for a movie where you have to commit three hours to it. It's like, you got to give one week for every hour of the movie. And then you got to multiply it by 20. Don't spoil your movie. Don't, come on. Not everyone can watch a movie immediately. And if it's, especially if it's in theaters and it's three hours long, you got to wait till it's on a streaming service that you provide yourself, Disney. And yet I have a feeling that the Spider-Man movie is going to be out before this gets on a some kind of service. Yeah, probably. That movie looks real good, but we're not here to talk about that. Uh, we're here to get cheeseburgers. We are here to get cheeseburgers because everyone knows Tony Stark was most well known for loving cheeseburgers, and his daughter wants to honor his memory with cheeseburgers. It's either, it's either that or the cocaine. I don't think she can handle her drugs so much. The butler man, he decides, yeah, let's go get cheeseburgers. That's a good idea. But um, I just want to say that during the funeral... Benedict Cumberbun looked so weird in a suit. Dude, he looks weird in general. I can't, like, Benji Cumberman, he, I don't like looking at him, ever. I don't know why he's in this any of these movies. Yeah, like, put him back in his Doctor Strange outfit. He doesn't need to be in a suit at the funeral. And then put a bag on his head. Isn't he also Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, it's awful. He ruined that for me, too. He's, a, he's an odd-looking fellow. I think he works with Doctor Strange, though. Well, yeah, because you think that man is strange when you look at his face. So the so the end of the movie. Yeah, Captain America, he goes, takes the Infinity Stones and puts them back in place in time where they belong. And the circle is complete. Congratulations, you finished the endgame. But he lives, he lives out the rest of his life with, uh, he stays. It doesn't make sense. It is actually the only time travel part that, that kind of doesn't make sense unless... Yeah. 
Unless it just came back, but... No, that doesn't make sense. How is he just gonna come back? Well, if he... If this, that's the thing. If he... If he chose to stay, and then and then after a p- long period of time being there, let's say he stayed there for 80 years, right? And it would still only be a couple seconds for them. Yeah. He could come back, and then he would be an old man, but he would be on the platform. No, yeah, that's what my, my point. Yeah. He's not on the platform. So, so Richard, you said you were confused. He went back in time, and he stayed there, and then he lived his life, and then he just walked to the park and said, Hey, I'm here. I'm an old man. Well, I, w- I was mainly confused about why is Captain America so relevant? Because he's the first Avenger. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. He's he's the leader of the bunch. You know him well. He's finally back, but he's an old man. It's like the old rhyme goes. Anyway, the part that the part that bothered me the most is yeah, Craig picked up on it too. Is that they specifically said, "Hey, everything you do in the past doesn't affect our future and our present and our anything. It's all a separate reality." But he went back to the past and lived there and he's definitely still in this reality because he's an old man now <laughs> doesn't work they could have done that differently they used their own rules and uh then they broke them they broke their own time travel rules and it it, it erred it i hated it and just for that i'm not gonna see captain african america i refuse wait they're doing that yeah obviously they I mean they made, made a big deal about it well at the at the very at the very end he hands he hands uh Hi, hi, I broke the rules of time travel just to give you the shield, Marty. It's ridiculous. He gives Sam uh, the shield, which everybody kind of thought that he was going to give it to uh, to Bucky because Bucky was the next Captain America in the comics. He took over the role. Bucky finally got to do a, pan- a prank. The captain, he, he pranked Bucky. He said, yeah, he thought you were going to get this. Nope. And so he gave it to to the Falcon. Although they said there's going to be a, a Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show. It's going to be on the streaming service. Uh, we'll see if he's going to be Captain America, though, in that in that series. Because even when he was Captain America, he still had the wings. You know, he was still the Falcon, pretty much. But he was Captain America. Pretty sure you're not saying it right. Captain African America? Thank you. Captain. This is a PC podcast. I don't know how many times I have to say that to you boys. So the movie ends and everyone rushes to the bathroom. Yeah, no, that actually happens for me and everyone else in the theater who didn't want to stay, who didn't want to wait around to see a scene that wasn't there. I went to Taco Bell, but did you stay for the entire credits? Uh, yes. Wow, Craig got suckered. No, I I had heard, I had heard that there was nothing, but you know, I still stayed. But then there was the at the very end there was the you hear the the, the dings at the very at, at the very end you hear about like a, a hammer dings it's I, it's it doesn't really mean, I, I have no idea what it really means it sounds like it's just an homage to Iron Man one which is fine and unfortunately Black Widow's death was very much overshadowed by all the others um, I don't know if you guys want to talk about how you thought of the movie I thought it was really good I thought it was very that's about it very very good it's fine yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be able to hold a candle to uh, next week's movie, Cadet Kelly. Yeah, because, boy, I saw that movie 13, 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like I saw it yesterday, I swear. Man, can't wait to watch it. Uh, featuring Hilary Duff, Christy Carlson, what's her face, and... Romano. Hey, Ray Romano. <laughs> hey, Deb, why don't you put out hey, once in a while? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like I'm here on the couch and my mother's here and we're just waiting. That's the worst Ray Romano I've ever heard. Hey, Deb. I mean, that's be- that's that's better. You were doing it like, hey, Deb, how are you Kermit doing, hey, Deb? Hey, Deb, why don't you put out some time? Hey, I gotta, I gotta get my Kermit the Frog voice. I don't know. Hey, Deb, 
This is Dunce Number One signing off. This is Dunce Number Two signing off. Kermit D. Frog here. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? released for the first time ever on Disney DVD. I think there's something written here, but it's, it's hard to make out. Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck. 